0: Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for his word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book.
1: Genesis chapter three is a very, very important passage of Scripture. There is so many truths that must be taught and known from this passage. Salvation is talked about in this passage, sin is talked about in this passage. Flesh, our flesh, mankind, the way we think, the way the devil thinks, the way the devil tricks us. There's so much in Genesis 3 that can be learned and needs to be learned, and we'll get into it right away. So the first verse, Genesis 3, 1, says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden i don't know how far we'll get into this verse in this little 15 minute time together because there's so much packed into here first of all we're going to look at the serpent the serpent that is here in this situation is not what we see a snake looking like today we know from the rest of the passage that God curses the snake and he crawls on the ground and slithers around. That is not what the snake looked like at that time. If it was, then why did God curse it? You no, know, this uh, many believe that the serpent was a very beautiful animal, and that's partly why the devil chose the serpent. Wanted to get an uh, animal that's very uh, attractive to put forth his temptation with another thing is it describes the serpent. And with this description, it's talking about the snake. It's not talking about the devil at this time, because it says now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. So God made all the animals with different characteristics. A dog and a cat are very different. Now, sometimes I've seen a cat act like a dog, but it's rare. This is the idea that they're very different in personality and the way that they move throughout the earth. The serpent was subtle. Now, when we think of the word subtle, we have a definition that says artful and cunning. And when I looked at cunning, I thought that's the best way to describe subtle, at least in my mind. Cunning is what I believe is the word that, for me, helps me to understand subtle the most. So what I did is I went to Webster's 1828 Dictionary, and I looked up cunning. And I think it will help us to understand the idea of the snake and and his personality. So cunning is knowing, skillful, experienced, well-instructed. Like Esau was a cunning hunter. A cunning workman was in Exodus 38. They, they, were, they had skills. They wrought with skills. They were ingenious. The cherubs of cunning work shalt thou make them in Exodus 26. This is all from Webster's. You can look it up. It talks about these Bible passages where cunning is used. Another one of the definitions is artful, shrewd, sly, crafty, astute, designing. In this sense, the pers- purpose or the final end of the perp- person is not good. It's not in a positive light. It's that they're trying to get something, a desired end, I should say, from what they're doing. So. You can then go on to say it can be deceitful, trickish, employing stratagems for a bad pers- purpose. Excuse me. So this, to me, describes the serpent in that he was subtle. He was very skillful. There was, this animal was skillful, uh, he, but he could get what he wanted with a desired end by being skillful in what he did. The devil chose to use the serpent as his agent to talk to Eve. It was not the serpent, actually, that talks after the conversation starts. It was the devil. And we know later we'll talk about the, how the devil is described by a serpent. But first, I just wanted to talk a little about a bit about that idea that the the snake was not the same as what we think of today. Now, Jesus said that... We're supposed to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So he's using that idea as subtle, wise. They're they're smart about what they do. So they still are smart and skillful in what they do, but they look very different because they're crawling around on the ground now, and that's very different than what was in the Garden of Eden. So then we get to the devil. It says, and he said... So this is now the devil talking about. And the devil is very very often described as a serpent. In Revelation 20, verse 2, it says that dragon, that old serpent, the devil is described right there in the same way. But we've had a perfect situation here in the garden, and now all of a sudden, here's the devil. So when was he created? When did... Did he come about? How come everything's good and now it's bad? We don't know exactly when he was created, but we do know he was created before the world. And these passages bear this out. So in Job 38, 4 through 7, we referenced this passage before, but we're going to now look at the angels as we reference this. It says, Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations therefore fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So when God was creating the world, heaven was already created, and I don't know when, but the angels were created already, and they're shouting for joy. They're excited about what God created and they're shouting for joy and this is God talking to Job so we know then that the angels were created before that time we also know that there was angels all there's always angels around the throne of God Isaiah 6 1 is the passage where Isaiah sees a little glimpse of heaven. And it says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple above it stood the seraphims, each one having six wings with twain, he covered his face and with twain, he covered his feet and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So the angels have been all around the throne and they are, have praised God for I don't know how long, millions and millions of years, ever since they were created, they they praise God. And in Revelation 5.11, we see, and I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beast and the elders, and the number of them was... 10,000 times 10,000, thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under earth and such as are in the sea and all them that are in them heard I saying blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and upon the lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, amen. And the four and 20 others fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. So God is eternal, but the angels were not eternal. He, He created them at some point and they were all around the throne of God and they still are all around the throne of God. And at the time, when the angels were first created, Satan was created because he was an angel at that one time. And we get a little glimpse from Jesus in Luke ten eighteen of what happened with the devil. And Jesus said here in this passage, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lighting, lightning fall from heaven. So Jesus was there when obviously jesus was there but he saw satan kicked out of heaven he he, has lightning fall from heaven it wasn't like uh satan just tripped and fell no as lightning he was kicked out of heaven and we know from other passages how that happened and when we get into these passages we'll study them in length i just wanted to point out because some people are confused and aren't sure like Where did the devil come from as far as in the beginning of the world? When did that happen? And so that's why I want to go through some of these passages. But in Isaiah 14, 12, this talks about when Satan fell and uh, rose up against God. And and we'll read a, a few verses here. It says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? So we see there... He was beautiful, son of the morning. But here's why he fell. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. So at some point from the time the angels were created... And this chapter, chapter 3, verse 1, Satan fell, and he was against God, and he was kicked out of heaven. In Ezekiel 28, 12, and a few verses past it, it talks about the devil here. Now, at first it says, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Cyrus. We know that God is also talking about the The devil, because the next verse says, Thou hast been in Eden. The king of Tyrus was not in Eden. The devil wasn't in Eden. So let's read these passages and see that we're talking here about the devil. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardis, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and the gold. The workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created, till iniquity was found in thee. So when we get to Ezekiel, we'll spend a little more time on this, but the devil was created perfect because it talks about how he was created, and this was when the angels were created. And he was beautiful. He was very desirous, so just spectacular sight to see the devil at one time. But then, till iniquity was found in thee, that's whenever Jesus says, I beheld Satan fall from heaven. So there was some point, we don't know when it happened. We know they were that the devil was created. We know he was perfect at the creation. He lifted up in pride, and we know demons. He uh, took them with him as he was kicked out of heaven. We don't know the specific time, but we do know at some point when Adam and Eve fell, he was there. So I don't know how long Adam and Eve lived a wonderful life in the garden. I don't know if it was days, weeks, months. I doubt it was just a couple days. As we're going to see as we continue into chapter 3, they had a wonderful, wonderful relationship with God. I don't think that just happened in one day. So at some point between the time the devil was created and chapter 3, verse 1, The devil fell and came and tempted Adam and Eve. We don't know when, but he is the one speaking there. So when we come to this passage, when it says the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, now we're talking about the devil. He, the devil who had possessed that serpent. And he said, yea, hath God said. This is where we're going to pick up next time such a powerful tool of the devil to get us to doubt. Until next time, stay in God's Word.
0: Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through come magnify the Lord with me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may he greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following his word.